Howdy, howdy, and welcome to my bloody Judy with your final forgets, myself, Zachary Patton Garcia. And Ian Carlos Crawford. Quick congratulations to the SlayerFest98 uh, YouTube channel, me and Ian just before recording. Uh, <laughs> he informed me, just last week, he has this Agatha All Along video that he created that has appeared on The View now, and like people have been tweeting it out. It's a pretty big deal. And just last week, um, I've been tracking the views, and it was like 10,000. And then just casually, about 10 minutes ago, Ian's like, oh yeah, it has like 92,000 now, and like I have over 500 subscribers. He's like... Woo. <laughs> Pretty big fucking deal there. So, round of applause, everybody, to Slayer Fest 98. Thank you, Zachary. I just, I was like, oh, I, okay, well, just so everyone knows, I'm not like a huge brat. It's just, I felt, I was like, oh, cool. But, like, all right, what does that mean? I don't know what the fuck to do with that. Like, that's how I felt about it. Well, but Zachary exactly. is here to guide me in all things YouTube. <laughs> I just, I don't think he understood. What a big deal that is. Um, it's a pretty big deal. Like, you know, I don't know. I feel like videos don't always do 93,000. Some people are, are lucky to get 100 views, so. Right, but like coming from you, <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> well, anyway, we'll, we'll go ahead and get into it. Uh, what movie are we covering today, Ian? We are covering a movie that, spoiler alert, I did not like called High Tension. Bing, bing, bing. Drink every time we cover a movie that Ian does not like. <laughs> I like Scare Me. I like Halloween. Yeah, it's okay. So I knew that you probably weren't going to like this one. I had I had a sneaking suspicion. Uh, this movie is, is hit or miss for a lot of people. You're either going to like it or you're not going to. And uh, a lot of people don't. There's, there's a pretty intense... It's not even intense. It's just... Uh, it's just shitty. It's just a shitty twist at the end that I think ruins it for a lot of people. Um, but for me, I you know, twist aside, I think this movie is fantastic. It is one of my favorite horror movies. Maybe not top ten, but it's definitely it's definitely up there. At least top twenty. It is directed by Alexander Aha. I didn't know how to say his last name. I was I've been saying it my whole life, Aja, and I guess it's Aha who he wrote and directed it. Um, but. Alexander, as a, as a filmmaker, is, is I do think he's one of those phenomenal filmmakers. He has made uh, Piranha 3D, The Hills Have Eyes remake, and uh, most recently, or uh, recently, he's done Crawl. Did you did you ever watch Crawl? Is that the alligator movie? Yeah, I actually did want to see that. I didn't see it, but I wanted to see it. It's another really good one. He makes he makes really entertaining movies. You know, they're not always the deepest, the most you know. Uh, highbrow. It's not hereditary, but you know, you go and sit down for an hour and a half, and he, he just caps it just perfectly at like an hour and a half. And you go sit down and watch Crawl, and it's just a great, you know, alligator monster movie. You know, one of the like, one of the film critics I have on Slayerfest 98 a lot, Angelica Jade Bastian, she like loved Crawl. And I remember her like reading her review, and I was like, wait, do I need to see this movie? Because it was uh, all about how it was like the perfect amount of time spent with that movie. Like it didn't need to be any longer, and it was like, they knew what movie they were making. Um, and she like, she's like a very like tough critic. So for her to say like that movie was good, I was like, maybe I do want to see that movie. And I always meant to, but. It is, it is a really fun movie. I, I really, really enjoyed it. We went and saw it in the theater and it's, it's great popcorn flick, you know, and it's got the, it's got the girl from, uh, it, it's, uh, did you ever watch Skins, the UK one? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, it's got it's got the girl from that. It's Tony's little sister, and she's you know great actress. So, 
So, uh, this has always been one of my favorite Alexander Aha movies. Um, well, I want to tell everyone that before recording, you said that you made almost all of your dates like <laughs> when you were younger to watch this movie. And I said, oh, I made all of my dates watch the Royal Tenenbaums, which feels like it tracks for the two of us. This movie and the twist, it, it is a very problematic twist. So thinking back, all of my gay dates, maybe making them watch this movie as our first movie watched together. And when I say like all of them, it's like it was like two. Um, <laughs> it's just looking back is is a little creepy. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, though. Like, so for me, when I think about this movie, I don't even think about the twist. I think how good it is at really creating tension. I mean, like the American version of the movie is called high tension. The, uh, the French version is called, I think it translates to switchblade romance. Um, but it's just such a great example of how to really push tension and push that sense of dread and atmosphere. All right. Well, I'm going to counterpoint that with, it does not do those things. Because she did nothing the entire movie, except to make it obvious that she was the killer. And then it's like, for me, there was no tension. So it was like, well, everyone's dead. I don't know. What are we doing now? <laughs> okay. And I would like to counter counter with <laughs> what the fuck would you be doing in this situation if you were her? <laughs> would okay. you? She, she at least went after her friend. She was often off to the races for her friend. Barely. She still like watched it all happen. <laughs> she didn't like do anything. If I'm not going to do anything, then I'm going to run for help. And she did neither. She neither did something nor got help. She tried. She tried. Let's get into it. Let's get into the movie. Okay. <laughs> so this movie opens up with this little dream sequence of, of we've got two college girls, Alex and Marie. Um, th this movie is in French, by the way. And it's like English dubbed for some reason for all of the American markets. Um, on I think we watched it on Amazon Prime and it was, it was English dubbed. Um, yeah. So it's Marie and Alex... And Marie's having a dream. She's in the. Uh, she's running through a forest, and you know she's all cut up and 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 badly injured. And uh, then she wakes up, and she's in the back of Alex's car, and they are on their way to Alex's parents' farmhouse f to to have a study weekend. They're you know spending a weekend from college, just going off to study in this farmhouse. I have to say that the setting of this farmhouse is very, very, very good at setting atmosphere. Uh, well, also, not it doesn't. It opens with two different beats. Because it opens with, there are two different things from the ending with like her feet when she's in yes. the like institution. Yeah. yeah, it's it's they you have it's not even something that you really have to pay attention to because it is really Doesn't in your matter, face, yeah. but you don't always remember like these little cuts and like jumps like they do, you know. Um, so. Let's talk about, I think we should talk about Alex and Marie really quick. I do have to say that as a, as a final girl, and like, let's disregard the ending just for now, just the twist for now. As a final girl, I How think I? Marie and the actress, she's really good and she's really like, I think she's pretty badass. You may not think she does a whole lot, but I think like her build, the outfit she has on, she's got these, like her ears are all like pierced all the way up. And I think she's just badass. I've no, got gauges and a septum. Does that okay. make me a badass? You know what? You could be. If you were, <laughs> if we put you in this movie, you could be. Um, and she's running around like barefoot. She's at the gas station barefoot. And like, it's just, it's cool. She looks cool. She looks like a cool chick. Um, that I will. Yes, that I will. Absolutely. She looks cool. Uh, she definitely has the look of like a girl I would have wanted to be friends with like back then. And like, 
would have pretended to have a crush on, but really just wanted to like be cool and friends with. Well, yeah, and she's the lesbian chick who, like, you know, if she was out with one of her gay friends and somebody called, you know, called you a fag, yeah. she, she'd go up and punch the dude in the face. Like, you know, she she's that type of chick. Um, but there are some definite, there's some really strong queer vibes between these two, just from the outset. More, Much more so for Marie than for Alex, but even still, there's moments for Alex. Um, and it, from the start, it seems like Marie has quite an interest for Alex. Um, yeah. Well, and I think I, I think I did say that to you, like right yeah. at the beginning, that I was like, "Wait a minute, are they gay or not?" And you were like, "Unofficially." <laughs> oh yeah, it's a kind of you know a little uh, little little lesbian, maybe lesbian, not quite lesbian, but little lesbian. Who could know? <laughs> also, you said this is like you taking me to where you're from. <laughs> you know what? It would be. I, I do remember saying that because Ian's from the big old city suburbs and uh, <laughs> bring him to West Texas. It's it's more like this because the movie takes place mostly in like rural. Oh, I hate that. I hate that word. Say it for me. Rural? France. Yes. So his word, <laughs> my word together. I can't say it. Uh, <laughs> I like when you can't say a word. It's anything that has two R's in it separated by like one or two letters. Because I can't mm. say woi. Woi. R-O-R-Y. Roar. <laughs> I'm really enjoying watching you try to say these words. It, it, it doesn't work for me. It doesn't work for me. So we're moving on. We get a quick cut to this the, the movie's villain. Um, he's this old man, you know, he's like this truck driver. He's got this beat up old van and, uh, he appears to be getting head from some woman, but then he holds, he picks up the head that he's getting head from and it's a decapitated woman's head and he throws it out of the window, drops it and drives off into the, uh, into this rural setting. (laughs) I shouldn't have written it in my notes. I should, I should have skipped all those words. (laughs) Um, Uh, I don't know. So Another thing that I kept thinking of is, like, what was she doing then? Like, in her, like, fantasy whatever that's going on, like, I don't, the, the like, where do we connect the dots there? Okay, yeah, so I guess we'll go ahead and spoil it. It was Marie all along. Um, I said the top of the episode, Zach. Did you? Did you? Yeah, okay. So (laughs) she's, like, switching back and forth between this old man, and I think there is a point in this movie where... Uh, that kind of switch is noticeable, but uh, again, like a scene like this, I agree with you. It's, it's, where does this kind of play in? Um, I kind of think maybe it's just the unreliable narrator and this is maybe just part of her story. So they get to the farmhouse and it's late. Alex is, you know, the, the, her little brother's already asleep and the parents are like ready for bed. And so Alex shows Marie around the house and shows her up and, you know, to her room. Marie is staying in the guest room, which is like an isolated, you know, bedroom on the third floor. Um, the house is, it's re- it just seems like damp and like dusky. And it's this old French farmhouse. Um, so Marie, Takes a drink from the sink. She kind of moseys around. She goes outside to smoke. And while she's smoking, uh, she watches Alex showering through her her bathroom window. Very large, visible bathroom window, like right next to the shower. Yeah. So, I mean, it's if if they were at all trying to play with subtlety, you know, with these lesbian undertones, it's they're not even undertones. So wait, so the like the two beats that I I also put in my notes to be like, wait, how are they not a couple? Is the dad says it's nice to actually meet Marie instead of see her in pictures. 
which for me is like, because you're a couple, that's how that feels. Um, and then Marie said, Marie says she's like so glad to finally meet Alex's family. And I'm like, and my notes literally say, wait, are they not a couple? I don't understand what the fuck this dynamic is. That's what my notes say for that. Like bit, because like, if I was with you or Alistair or both of you and like, I know I'd be like, oh, cool. I'm meeting your family. But I, I don't, I wouldn't be like, I'm finally meeting you. Like, I don't know. That's like things couple people, like people in a couple say to each other. Right. Yeah. And this is why I'm like a little confused on Alex. I think Alex could be a lesbian, but is not, that's not entirely painted clear. Whereas Marie, we know that like meeting Alex's family is, uh, is another level. We know right. that it means something more for her. I think it would have been so great for them to make them like, Legit lesbians, no twist at the end, you know, just a lesbian, you know, trying to save her lesbian lover, and it'd have been such a great movie, right? Like, <laughs> oh, Lisbon. Uh, <laughs> um, but right after Marie sees Alex showering, she goes upstairs and masturbates while listening to the song Just Another Girl by Ken Booth. So they're not, and it's just the whole song goes, Just Another Girl. So they're not playing around here. They're like, Yeah, she's a lesbian. Um, but I think this whole masturbation scene is kind of the moment to me, and I never noticed it before until watching it on this watch, that um, we see the kind of switch in Marie's alter ego, I guess, or like, you know, other persona, because the the killer in the truck drives up, he rings the doorbell, just as like Marie is finishing and, and, and climaxing, and so the doorbell and her climaxing kind of like meet up there, and I think that, I don't know. Maybe I'm reading too much into that, but I thought that was a good, like, I don't know, if she's doing that switch. The lesson here, kids, don't masturbate. You'll turn into a serial killer. <laughs> don't masturbate to a woman if you're a woman, because you'll turn into a killer is the <laughs> message here. <laughs> if you gay, masturbate. <laughs> we haven't seen that one yet. High tension, too. If you're gay masturbating to a man, you'll also turn into a killer here. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, looks like we're both killers. <laughs> oh, goodness. When will that happen? When do we get our own movies? So the, the pacing is very... I don't even know that I would say bad. It's just weird. The pacing is very weird. Because, like, we get this, like, splatter fest very at the top of the movie, right? Like, we're at, like, minute 10, maybe? And, like, the family's being murdered? Yeah. Right? It, it is pretty quick. From like when when they get into the uh, the whole all the sequences within this farmhouse, it does seem like it's you know rushing through the movie pretty quick. But then you realize there's like the gas station sequence and then the sequence in the forest, so it, it's moving pretty quick here. I have to say the house part is the it, these are the scenes that I think of when I think of this movie and why I love this movie so much because it, it's just I don't think it's paced weirdly. I think I think it's actually pretty chaotic, pretty insane. And when we're looking at it from Murray's point of view, like. She's masturbating. She hears this guy ring the doorbell. She looks out the window. She sees him, like, slash at the dad, and then the dad's screaming downstairs. And it's just like, holy shit, what is she supposed to do? The killer gets in the house, starts murdering everybody, like, cuts the dad's head off. It's a very, very gory, bloody movie. This is this is a this is an Alexander Aha film. Um, and I fucking love Marie in these scenes. It's because she's like immediately jumps into action. You say she doesn't jump into action. She's immediately jumping into action. Name here. two things that are action that she does. She needs to get help. She is stuck on the third floor of this farmhouse. She needs to get help. She sees there's a phone. 
Hello, yes, this is Editing Zach here, and you're going to hear me say boudoir a couple times. I meant wardrobe. Wardrobe. Alrighty, back to our show. Immediately rushes to the boudoir. This, this chick is a badass. She, she uses all her muscle might, and she's got some muscles. And she, like, lifts this boudoir to, like, find a phone plug, realizes there's no phone plug. Um, then she hears at that moment the killer coming up the, the third, or the, the second flight of stairs up to her bedroom. Immediately gathers all of her stuff, shoves it under the bed, like, straightens out the comforter, like, jumps into action, cleans the water from the sink, and, like, hides. What else would you do in that situation? What else are you doing? Is hiding being a badass? I don't know. Oh, I can hide. I know I can hide. <laughs> she has to make sure that he doesn't know where she is because if he knows where she is, she is no help to anybody. She but is no she help to is anybody. No help to anybody. <laughs> oh my god, fuck you, Ian. Fuck you. We are gonna argue over this one. Um, <laughs> the killer comes into her room, looks around, doesn't suspect anybody's there. I mean, I guess it's her own mind. So like, she, he's gonna do whatever she wants him to do. But he's like looking around and um, like lifts up the the like half of the mattress and like she's got her feet tucked so he doesn't see her but basically he leaves the room doesn't suspect that anybody else is there and then she like is is like determined to find a phone she's got it she goes downstairs she waits a moment she goes downstairs finds alex like chained up and gagged so alex can't say anything to her she goes looking for a phone goes to the parents bedroom somebody's coming in she dashes for like the parents closet and then the um, Alex's mother comes in, right? It's yeah. Alex's mother comes in. She's already been stabbed, but she comes in. Yeah, she's she comes in, but she hasn't been like right. She's not gutted yet. She's not Casey Becker. She's she immediately goes for that damn phone. That this part annoys the fuck out of me. It's like in this messy ass house, she's got the phone tucked behind like a bunch of like mail right. on the on the vanity. Um and Marie's just watching this from the closet the whole time. Again, we're not really going for subtlety here. We see uh, Marie watching her kind of alter ego uh, slash this mother's throat open. I will say my notes say, then the mom gets murdered. All caps. Marie, do something challenge. Marie, you're just standing there. Marie is just listening. Marie is hiding intensely. What the hell are the little kid and Alex going to do while all this is happening? Oh, the little kid is dead. Oh, Marie's doing nothing. <laughs> Shut the fuck <laughs> up. What else is she supposed to do here? She's doing what she can. She is she don't have a she don't have a pistol on her. She goes to the kitchen, gets a butcher knife, and she uh, gets in the truck with Alex and she's posed. She's ready to stab this killer when he comes into the into the the open doorway. But before she can, he like slams it and she's locked in there with Alex. You know, I didn't think about this, and, like, this is fine, whatever, but, like, Marie clearly sees Alex in that back, so, like, who's driving the car? I mean, it's... We're not getting hung up on details here, Ian. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> again, again, unreliable narrator narrative yeah, is yeah, what, yeah, we're, fair, what fair. we're kind of... Yeah, so it works out here, but um, before we leave, the killer, like, cuts out a picture of Alex's face and, like, hangs it up with all these other pictures. Um, now, when we look at this, when we know what the twist is, we look at this, and these are... I don't think that Marie was only just obsessed with Alex. I think Marie was obsessed with a bunch of different girls. That doesn't mean she killed all these other girls, right, right. but she was obsessed with, I, I don't know. It just, it's showing like this. Oh, well, she's an obsessed, crazed lesbian obsessed with all her straight friends. It's like that straight guy fear of like, 
I don't care if you're gay, just don't hit on me, right? Right. And like, so and then I'll hit it, on you. <laughs> <laughs> it's always it's always the guy who looks like this killer that is saying that yes. to you, dude. <laughs> um, the killer drives off, and like I get, we leave the farmhouse. I have to just reiterate that farmhouse scene is freaking bananas. Every time I watch it, I'm on the edge of my seat holding my breath. It's fantastic. Ian, fuck off. Uh, I. <laughs> I will say, uh, what po- I'm trying to think of something. I'm looking at my notes. I'm like, where's a positive note? Where's a po- Oh, so I do say the shot of Marie holding the knife. I don't even remember what the scene is. We watched this movie so long ago. The shot of Marie holding the knife in one hand and keys in the other. Oh, right. Well, she's hiding. I think it's like right outside the kitchen or something. He's like fiddling with the door and she's like scared. That was like a good scene. It was like pretty intense. Um, That's all. That's, yeah, <laughs> that's my next all. note says Marie, goddammit, do something. That's all, folks. Damn it, Marie, do something. Ian's uh, Amazon Amazon Prime review for this movie. <laughs> oh, and then my next note says, oh, we have 40 minutes left of this movie. Hey, we're still going through it. Yeah, I do think a big problem with this movie, aside from the twist, is that there's too many sequences here. Like, it should wrap up at the gas station, or we should skip the gas station and go to the forest. I didn't like the forest all too much, so I would have preferred yeah. it to wrap up at the gas station. Uh, but... But uh, Marie tries to comfort Alex in the back of this truck um, while also using the knife to try to unlock this door. She gets it unlocked, and the killer stops at the gas station. As he's pumping gas, she like counts to three or something. She waits for like the 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 total to start because as as the gas price is going up and up and up, it sounds like a clock. See, and then for this scene, I do say I think this is the most thrilling scene. Like I think her like having to tiptoe. I think like and I also when we started the movie, I was like, wait, I thought this movie took place in like a parking lot or uh, something with like neon or um, those overhead lights. And then I was like, oh, the gas station scene. That's probably what I kept seeing in like clips that I related to the movie. Because once she was like in that and her outfit was more like dirty and whatever, I was like, oh, yeah, this is like what I thought of when I thought of this movie. Um, But I do think these scenes are like I like this better because. I'm not that into, like, just watching people get tortured. And for me, that's what the family scene is. And this is more like, okay, she's being a little bit more proactive. She's, like, going to the attendant. I mean, she gets him murdered. But at least she, like, goes to him to try to get help. And then is, like, being smart about, like, hiding and all that shit. And I did, like, I thought this was pretty thrilling. Yeah, and I think, I guess, horror for me, just, like, if it appeals to my sensibilities or, like, my actual real-life fears, that's when I give it more credit. And so I'm... Anytime anybody knocks on my door, I mean, they used to do this all the time in the 50s, but anybody, you know, in 2021 knocking on my door without texting me they're coming over first gets my heart racing. I'm like, who is at my door right now? And so that's, I think that's why the farmhouse part just works for me, you know, but this gas station part is really good. Um, And I think the movie you might be thinking of, did you ever watch P2? Yeah. Um, Well, Oh, that's funny, because in my notes, when I say I thought this was in a parking lot, did I think this movie was P2? So I've watched P2. I don't hate that movie. I think it's, like, good. It's enjoyable. I, haven't, I think I only ever saw it on, like, Showtime, and I don't think I watched the whole thing. Uh, I think it was just on for a moment, so I'd like to watch it again. But So Marie is barefoot. She is, like, tiptoeing into this convenience store as, as the total keeps going and has his attention. And then when it stops, she books it to the fucking convenience store. She goes in, she crouches down, and our... 
oh, our poor convenience store worker. I know he wasn't going to rat her out. He was being good. <laughs> he he was didn't know what the fuck was going guy. on. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I have him on. Just like this guy's looking at her like, and she, and she jumps in and she crouches down and she says, "Call the police!" And he's just like looking at her like. What the fuck just came into my convenience store right now? It is it is 2 a.m. in the morning. I'm on the late shift. I don't have to be dealing with this right now. Um, God, if that were me at work, I'd be like, I'm on break. <laughs> don't, hey, everybody listening to this right now, all 100 people listening to this, um, <laughs> never run into Ian's Barnes & Noble looking for help because he is not going to help you. He's, he, not my problem. Nope. nope I don't get paid nope. enough. <laughs> go across the street uh, <laughs> so the killer finishes pumping gas and then he goes into the, the, the convenience store and Marie is just hiding around um, and Jimmy is not doing a very good job acting like he doesn't know anybody else is there um, so the killer automatically thinks somebody else is there uh, again that raises and this isn't even like I genuinely <laughs> what is he seeing per se because he saw, and like he looks, I think the reason he's like looked isn't doing a good job because he's like, what the fuck? Like, at some point, I don't, I, because he does have a conversation with both, like, I mean, he like sees her, she's there, he's looking at her, then he's talking to the guy, but like looking at her, and I'm like, what is he seeing? This is just in her mind. She's just putting these little things, these little moments together in her mind. Nothing of this is happening. Um, because Jimmy is not, I, you know, and I like Jimmy too. I, I think it would have been cool for her to like team up with him or something like that to take down this killer, but he's not in it for very much. The, the killer asks him to go get some, some booze from like the locker and, uh, Jimmy goes to get the booze and while he's turned around the killer or when he turns back around the killer, just like slams him in the, in the chest with an ax. Yeah. As you do. As you do. <laughs> and so at this point, uh, the killer is... Just walking around this gas station, kind of looking for anybody else who's there. Now, in reality, if we switch back to reality, I guess she just took Jimmy out because Jimmy saw her there in the first place. Yeah, I think yeah. so. So that makes more sense. But we, we do get these, like, uh, you know, tension-building moments where she's hiding, you know, through the bathroom and throughout the convenience store, and he's just, like, walking, walking right. through it, seeing if anybody else is and there. And I, I did think, even though at this point I was... This is the I think this is the only moment where I was like, wait, maybe I am wrong. Maybe he's she's not the killer. Um, but I thought like that part was really thrilling, too, even though like he they don't really have a confrontation, I don't think. Right. They don't know. Yeah. Um, but I thought that was like her going to the bathroom and stuff like Hayden was like pretty thrilling. Yeah. And, and like when you look at it without the twist, it, it's like, did he know he, she was there or did he not? Because in the next scene, he has all the bullets. So he had the foresight to take the bullets from the gun that was, you know, at Jimmy's workstation. So, uh, she escapes without being caught and the killer takes off in his truck with Alex and she takes Jimmy's car and Jimmy's gun and takes off after the killer. And it's this little cat and mouse thing, but like she, I'll, I'll give it to you here. This whole, uh, she don't do nothing here. <laughs> Ian, you were right. Ooh, you know, I love when you say that. Yeah. Buzzword. Um, <laughs> So she's like trailing him for a second and then he just disappears. I don't know how the fuck he disappears in front of her, but he ends up right behind her. It's this like a little narrow road. So I don't know how the fuck he did it. Um, he's behind her. He starts ramming her car. She like shows him a gun and he shows her the bullets for the gun. And you know, it, it doesn't go anywhere. There's no gun usage and he rams her car off the road. Yeah. She flips her car. She <laughs> is bleeding a lot. Uh, when she pulls herself out. 
the guy is searching for her. I have some very shitty notes that, <laughs> from here on out. <laughs> 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 um, I do. I. I do like that he gets her with the flashlight trick, or she gets herself with the flashlight trick. I thought that was like okay. So we're gonna. Uh, I, I'm Ian. I don't expect you to like everything. You got a shitty note. Let's go for it. Come on. <laughs> so there is. We get this final showdown in the greenhouse between the two. It, it. I mean, it's it's another cat and mouse thing for tension building moment. It's one, of, but it's like another tension building moment that's like. Already like an hour and some into the movie, and we're, we're done with those. We need to be done with those at this yes. point. He sticks his fingers in her mouth. He asks, he asks if Alex turns her on, and then he says she turns him on, too. Uh, and here again, I was like, okay, maybe I'm wrong. She might not be the killer, because what is going on? Um, I thought it was just like, oh, he's like kind of homophobic, but like also did pick up on her vibes of like her being attracted to... Um, Alex, and I did think that he killed her. I was like, is this where we're going? Everyone died? And she watched everyone die, and then she died? Um, because he, like, leaves her, right? Like, he thinks he killed her? Or quote-unquote uh, thinks? I don't know. No, so she... He, like... As he is, like, choking her out, she gets a rock and, like, hits him in the head, and then she takes her... She's got, like, a wood plank with barbed wire, and she, like, beats his head in, basically. Um, and then she, like, does this scream where she's just... She's defeated the killer, and she screams, and then she goes looking for Alex. And we cut back to the gas station. And at the gas station, the police have finally arrived. By the way, before she left the gas station, she was calling the fucking police. And she was saying, hey, I'm at a gas station. I don't know the name of it. Can you trace the call? And they're like, what? You have to tell us what gas station it is. <laughs> <laughs> and she, I don't know. She says something in French really fast, hangs up, and it is, I love it. Fucking love it. Um, but the police are finally at this motherfucking gas station. And uh, they check the security tapes, and they see, oh, big reveal. It was Marie all along. And <laughs> Marie, uh, yeah, Marie killed Jimmy with an axe. Same way the killer did. It was just Marie. Uh, so Marie is the killer, everybody. Uh, I, I think the reason... So I think for me, if there had been more of a cast, if, if there had even been just one other person that was sliding around with her or two other people, say we got three people that survived that house, maybe they're all like, they're a part of this friend group and like the three of them survive and they're all together... And then we find out that one of the girls in that group is the killer. I would have liked the reveal more. I think I needed a little bit more of like people doing things and people actually being chased. And like, I don't know. He's just like a fucking redneck. He's not even like uh, <laughs> a French redneck. Like he's not Michael Myers. He's not Leatherface. He's just a fucking gross redneck. Like, yeah, I would get something and beat him over the head with it. He might kill me, but I would know that I was going to die either way. So, like, all right, get something to hit him with. And, like, no one does that. It just feels like everyone, like, allows him. They're just like, whoop, kill me. I can't do anything. Um, And I just wish someone... I mean, I was... She fights back in the end, but, like, it's her fighting herself. Um... And I like for me, I just needed like there to be like one or two more characters, I think, that like for the reveal to work because it's like, all right, well. Yeah. And then we get we kind of get into why this this twist is so problematic, right? It's um <sighs> OK, so they I'm I'm all for like, you know, 
queer characters being put into the traditional like heterosexual like tropes, you know, as uh, you know, just regularly. Um, but what they do here, and this is the part that bothers me, and didn't I didn't even realize until I was an adult watching it that they directly tie her queerness to like murder and evil. And that's why she's doing this. And it's this one lesbian versus all of these straight people. All these straight people are being victimized by this lesbian. Um, <laughs> the big bad lesbian. Yeah, I do too. It's okay. No, my neighbors, they're all scared of us. Um, <laughs> and I think it would have been okay if she'd just been, you know, happened to have been lesbian, but she just lost her marbles and it was in no way tied to her, you know, her lesbian right, identity. This is like very much tied it to it. It is very much tied to it throughout the entire movie from the song, you know, Just Another Girl. Like they're heavily painting. She's this lesbian who is like obsessed with her. And I get, again, we don't know if she's straight, but I guess obsessed with her straight friends. Um, has been obsessed with other friends in the past, you know, with all those little pictures hanging up in the truck. And it's very overt. I mean, and like whomst among us hasn't like, you know, fallen for a straight person that didn't have the same whatever. Yeah. But because like so that kind of story doesn't bother me as much. But like it's the you know, that also then they're murdered because of her queerness. Yeah. And so Marie goes to rescue Alex and uh, she again, <laughs> again, I wonder, you know, I would like to see a documentary made about it. Just just a little documentary about Marie and how much of this actually happened. Or if Marie t goes to the farmhouse, kills everybody, goes to the gas station, kills Jimmy, goes to the forest, and then just goes to the back of the car. Because she couldn't have gone into, like, the the, right. the greenhouse. Was she just swinging the bat around by herself and screaming? Like, <laughs> like how much of this happens? Um uh, and then she goes to rescue Alex, and she un she takes Alex out of the chains and stuff like that. And Alex has the butcher knife that Marie had before, because Marie left it with Alex for protection. Uh, Marie is understand or not Marie. Alex is understandably angry. You know, if somebody killed my whole family, I'd probably right. be a little bit pissed. Right. You're not gonna be happy. <laughs> Either that or homophobia. Who knows? Um, <laughs> no, not homophobia. Alex is understandably pissed. Um, and she and Marie's like, but we can be together, Alex. We can be together. Um, I killed him. We are okay. And uh, Alex is just not having it. She stabs Marie. She takes off. You know, at this point, Alex is a do-nothing dude. She should have kept stabbing her. Should have kept stabbing her. You always do that. Remember, everybody. All, the lesson oh, you're going to give movie. her shit, but not Marie. Mm -hmm. uh, fuck a may win. No, she at no. least stabbed her <laughs> once. <laughs> I know. Um, but she takes off, and uh, she flags down a car, and like the car. This is this is the dream sequence from the beginning of the movie, right. and it wasn't actually Marie. It was Alex running away. And uh, uh, Alex flags down this car, kind of like, stalls out um alex is like in the backseat of this car telling the driver to go as as um marie's running after her with this like it's a uh, it's a circular saw um most circular saws I, I work with you have to plug them in so i don't know how they're doing this one um but she's running after her with the circular saw and then we see like the camera like changing back and forth between marie and and this also why does she pick this gross looking man to be her her alter ego. I mean, Matt I mean, Bomer, listen, maybe. Or... Everyone's fetish is their problem, not mine, so. Uh, uh, okay, well. <laughs> pick, uh, yeah, okay. I have other people I would have picked. Um, 
We, uh, I, I mean, guess. yeah, same, but you know, <laughs> yeah. the car is stalled out. Um, the killer catches up to them, and like, th- this is just so gory, so violent. If you're into this kind of stuff, this is your movie. He like saws through like the front windshield and like gets the driver in the chest. It's this big blood splatter explosion, and then he goes around to all the windows around the back seat, and uh, he's just like terrorizing Alex and, uh, Gets the blade pretty close to her. It makes you very uncomfortable how, how close the blade gets to her. And then uh, at some point, he's like not looking and she gets out of the car. But she can't run away because in her tendon, it's called the tendon, right? I don't fucking know. Sure. The back, of the, back of the foot, I'm pretty sure it's called the tendon. Um, she's got a huge shard of glass. Oh, yeah, I see. There. I just said glass and her ankle gross. <laughs> Ian's notes, everybody. <laughs> well, I will say, so... <laughs> I want to I want to read you some of um my notes. Okay. Uh <laughs> Alex knows she did all the killing and stabs her. Great. Marie goes back into killer mode and god this movie is stupid. I don't love the queer person being a murderer because she's in love with a straight person. This feels maybe problematic. So the man in the car gets sawed to death because his car won't start. Sure. What are we doing here? Is this movie going to end or what? Ugh, glass in her ankle. Gross. That we're up to date here. It's, <laughs> it's um, the movie does not end here. So it's not. Alex is crawling away. She's trying to get away, but she can't get very far. She's got a crowbar in her hand that she's clutching. Um, and then the killer turns back into Marie. But it's not this like it's not this like shape shifting thing. It's just right. this camera trick where she like kneels down and she's Marie again. Yeah. Um, and Which is fine. I don't. I feel like the camera trick, uh, uh, like morphing would have been stupid oh so cool so cool this big like swan princess morph she's like misty <laughs> um and she like kneels down and she's like she tells her uh she forces her to admit that she's in love with her she's like you don't love me alex you don't love me you've never loved me and alex is forced to like and again it's like vilifying the queer person in favor of the straight person. The straight person is, is like being forced to admit she loves the queer person, being forced to kiss this queer person. But and then Alex like drives the uh the crowbar through the chest of Marie. Yeah. Uh only like by the shoulder though, I guess, you know. You get one shot with that and you choose the shoulder. Um and then as like we fade out, she's like repeating, I won't let anybody come between us anymore. And then we fade into, see, it's not the ending. We fade into the mental institution that Marie is being held in. And she's still repeating that phase, that phrase. From the very beginning of the movie. Oh, yes. We're a full circle now. Yes. In full circle. Filmmaking, everybody. Filmmaking. Um, Cinema. <laughs> and Alex is, Alex is watching uh, Marie through like a two-sided mirror and she's like you can't she can't see me right and then marie turns around looks at alex and like reaches out for her and then we cut directed by alexander asha written by alexander asha this is hot tension again <laughs> Ian did not like the movie, everybody. I didn't expect him to like the movie this is one of my favorite horror movies i think it's great i think Here's a Zachary ride. I think they sh- obviously should have taken out the twist. It, it would have been a great movie just being about a lesbian lover going after uh, or a lesbian trying to save her lesbian lover. Maybe cut out the forest part, let the climax be at like the gas station or something, you know. Um, Jimmy's involved somehow, throws her like an axe, and she like takes the killer down. Gas station goes up in flames. I don't know, some big show, you know. Um, I mean, yeah, like for me, 
if there had been some action and not just people being murdered one by one and her, and I don't even mean that to be shitty. Like legitimately, that's how I would have liked this movie. If they're like, say she did have an encounter with the guy and she got like stabbed, not like, you know, mortal, not like a fatal wound, but like she got stabbed. So it's like, okay, she can't run right now. Because I feel like in a horror movie, I'm a lot, I'm more willing to forgive, like, someone gets stabbed, so for that scene, they're a little out of commission, and then they're, you know, fine to, and running in the next scene. Like, I'm okay with that in horror. Like, if she had gotten stabbed in the leg and, like, fell over and got away from him but couldn't run, I would have been more okay with, like, okay, now the family's being picked off one by one, because, like, she can't do anything. She was stabbed and she was, like, knocked over. I think that would have made me like it, and again, without the twist, would have made me like it more, because I do like the gas station scene. Um, I will not pretend that the movie's not, like, it's well done. It just... (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. It's okay. I I didn't figure you were going to like it. I always feel bad being negative, especially when something... Oh, no, no, no. It's it's okay. It's okay. Um, I do love it. Uh, This movie also had not only had controversy for the twist ending, but did you ever read Dean Koontz's book, Intensity, or have you heard of it? I've heard of it, but I've never read it. Yeah, so I I remember reading it when I was a kid, and when I saw this, I read read and watched a lot of stuff when I was a kid that I probably shouldn't have, but when I was a kid, I read it, and then I watched this movie, and I was like, is that the same movie? Um, And apparently, yeah, there's a lot of controversy over, like, plagiarism and, like, people likening it to that book Mm -hmm. and saying that he kind of, you know, copied that plot. So, uh, I don't know. It's it's a book that's... Does that one have a queer twist, too, or no? It it does not, no. No, just a girl kidnapped by a guy in a camper. Um, It's a a good book. It's it's worth the watch. And I do think the movie, despite the twist, is worth the watch. It's got some... (laughs) <laughs> Ian does not agree, but I, I think it's got some great tension building moments. It's really well crafted overall. It's it, like it shows how to how to create atmosphere and tension. And uh, the actresses, I, th- I mean, I think the main actress who played Marie is fantastic. I love her. I love this chick. She's good. Yeah, yeah, she's good. <laughs> so if you if, if you're into stuff like that, if you're into blood and gore, this is the movie for you. But uh, if you just I don't know, you want to skip it, go ahead. <laughs> if you want to skip it, skip it. If you want to watch it, watch it. Do whatever you want. I don't care. I'm not your boss. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> this has been our coverage for high tension. Or I don't know. How do we? How do we? Uh... <laughs> Zach. <laughs> I'm yes, that's how we now. do our outros. Well, we didn't do our our like. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's where we are. What was your favorite scene, Ian? Uh, the whole gas station sequence. I thought that was like actually really th- thrilling, and for me, that would like built the most tension. Okay, perfect. I, I really liked all the scenes at the house. I think that that really worked for me. Uh, where can everybody find My Bloody Judy, Ian? Uh, you can find us uh, on Slayerfest 98's podcast feed, which you can find on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and other corners of the internet. You can find us on social media at SlayerfestX98, where we tweet out all of our new episodes. And where can we find us on YouTube, Zachary? You can find My Bloody Judy on YouTube at youtube.com slash AZB bonus features. It's over on my bonus features channel. And we thank you guys so much for watching. I think next time, I think we're putting out Texas Chainsaw Massacre next time. I think that's. I feel like you get ahead of yourself and you're like, next time, and neither of us are. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. We'll put something out again. (laughs) Twice a month, everybody. Thank you guys so much for. (laughs) Thank you guys so much for listening, watching, whatever it may be. And, uh,. Bye. Bye.